In today's world, having and using a phone is the norm. But there are some real dangers that come into play when we use it too much. Some people spend every spare moment of their day on it and they get so sucked into it that they end up wasting a lot of time. Like that guy who says he's going on a 5 minute break but takes his phone with him. What was supposed to be a 5 minute break is now a 20 minute break. Also, living your life through your phone makes you asocial and hurts your communication skills. This is because communicating through your phone is very simple compared to communication in real life. When you're interacting with another person, you need to pay attention to things like eye contact, body language and facial expressions. It requires a whole different skill set and sadly you can't practice those skills through your screen. If you're trying to connect with people and only using your phone and social platforms to do so, you're doing it wrong. That's not how you form real connections. Real friendships are formed by interaction with one another in real time. Sure, you can have hundreds or even thousands of friends on Facebook. But ask yourself, are those the friends that would assist you if you needed help with something? Probably not. But why do we keep coming back to it? Why can't we just put our phones down? Well, it's because they're highly addictive and they're designed this way. For example, social media companies are spending millions of dollars every single year just to find more ways to make you spend more time on their platform. That's right, there are people getting paid to keep your attention glued to the screen. Because the more time you spend on their site, the more money they make. So what they do is they abuse a chemical in your brain called dopamine. Dopamine is released every time we expect some kind of reward and it gives us this feeling of satisfaction. That's why when someone sends you a text or when they like your photo, it feels really good. And we simply love getting that social attention. Every time we get it, we are rewarded with that dopamine hit which in turn makes us want to use our phones even more. It's a vicious cycle and this exact reason is why we keep going back to it. That dopamine hit makes us feel so good that we can't stop. Our brains even begin to rewire themselves, making us crave more of this neurological excitement after each interaction. Sounds a little like taking a drug, right? That's because in a way it is a drug. Doing things like gambling, alcohol or heroin sent dopamine into overdrive, leading some people to constantly seek that high. In other words, they become addicted. Those notifications you get on your phone also cause dopamine to be released, though not as violently as drugs. So it's no wonder that today's kids can't even bother to look up from their phone. They are addicted to it. But you might be thinking, it's not like my phone is harming me in any way. Maybe all my friends are addicted to it, but I would know if I was addicted. If you think you're a superhuman that's immune to this stuff, you're wrong. A good indicator of addiction is randomly checking your phone without thinking about it to see if you have any new notifications or just to scroll through social platforms. This is where a lot of people fail. It's become a bad mainstream habit to reach for your phone whenever you have 10 seconds of free time. 
we are constantly distracting ourselves with that new dopamine hit, and we are not allowing ourselves to be bored or be with our thoughts for even a second. And all this mindless phone browsing is harming us in one of the worst ways possible. What we're doing is destroying our ability to focus and pay attention. There's a growing amount of research which tells us that if you spend your time breaking up your attention to take a glance and just quickly look at Instagram, that this can permanently reduce your capacity for concentration. There is this concept called attention residue. Let's say you're trying to write a book. Suddenly, a friend jumps out of nowhere and starts bombarding you with questions about where he should go on a vacation. First, your mind will remain focused on writing that book. You won't be able to fully switch to answering any of those questions. Then, when the friend leaves, you won't be able to fully focus on writing again. Somewhere in the back of your mind, you're still thinking about your friend's vacation. In one study, they found that your mind takes about 15 minutes to get your focus back. So with that 2-minute interaction with your friend, you just lost 17 minutes of your work time. That's not good. But what does this have to do with our phones? Well, when you're fully focusing on writing that book, if suddenly you get a Facebook notification, your attention will instantly become divided. It's like a friend suddenly jumped through your window and yelled, Hey, I liked your photo! Boom! Attention residue. Since in today's world we carry our phones with us everywhere, how can we really expect to concentrate on anything? Every time you're doing something and your phone buzzes, even if you don't check it, you split up your attention. Somewhere in the back of your mind there will be a voice saying, What if it's really important? What if something has happened? In the end, you will most likely end up checking it anyway, because you also want that dopamine hit. And if you think attention residue doesn't apply to you, you are wrong. Our brains are simply not made to multitask, and we cannot focus on multiple things at once. This is why driving while on your phone is so dangerous. Your attention will be split between two tasks and you won't be able to react fast enough if something out of the ordinary happened, like a car suddenly driving up in front of you. If you want to keep your focus and actually produce anything of value, you need to become more mindful about how you use both your phone and social networks. If you made it this far into the video, then you already have a better attention span and focus than most people these days. So, I'll give you two practical tips to keep your focus and use your phone more mindfully. And no, I'm not going to tell you to throw your phone away and become a hermit. The first thing to consider is deleting all social media apps from your phone. A lot of our phone usage is unconscious behavior. That's because we are only one click away from mindlessly scrolling through our social platforms. You shift from Facebook to Instagram to checking the texts without even thinking about it twice. You could say that Facebook and other similar apps are like a fridge. You check it every 15 minutes, mainly out of habit, even though you know there's nothing there. By removing the apps, you basically remove the fridge, so there is no way you'll check it spontaneously. 
you can still go to Instagram.com or Facebook.com if you really needed to. However, there is this additional barrier that you have to overcome. And since you're not gonna be just one click away, it's going to be a conscious decision and not an impulsive choice. The second step is to disable all notifications. This applies to everything on your phone. In fact, I encourage you to put your phone on silent. You don't have to be interrupted by every like that your latest Instagram picture receives. It only makes you more likely to whip out your phone and get in a vicious cycle of texting, email checking and who knows what. You can disable app notifications in your main settings menu or customize them so you only get notified about the important stuff. You could also turn your phone off when you're not using it. This way you won't let messages or any other app notifications split up your attention. Thanks to these two habit changes I made, I can actually say I'm happier and more focused. I encourage you to do the same and try to limit your phone usage for at least one week. See how it makes you feel. You might get bored, but soon you'll realize how much of your time is actually spent mindlessly using your phone. And just to clarify, I don't think using your phone is a bad thing. You just need to know how to use it properly. It's a tool, and like all other tools, it depends on how you use it. That's why I believe it's important to educate the world about its possible dangers. Thanks for watching. And if you enjoyed the video, please leave a like. It helps my channel grow and I can make more content for you guys. Also, you should show this video to someone who spends way too much time on their phone. This way we can all become better than yesterday.